There are only four kinds of people in the world. Those who have been caregivers, those who are currently caregivers, those who will be caregivers, and those who will need a caregiver. Rosalind Carter We celebrate caregivers. We listen to and learn from caregivers. We champion the caregivers and offer wisdom and guidance in our new podcast, Care to Listen. We hope you will. Today's episode, Time, read by Pam Jordan. I'm Pam Jordan. I'm a part-time researcher and full-time caregiver to my son, Grady, who's 23 and has cerebral palsy. Over the years, I've learned that being flexible with my time and enjoying the present moment has eliminated a good deal of stress for us. So I want to share on the subject of time with you all now. Time. We crave it, seek it, stretch it, waste it. Time flies. Time can slog by. Is done too soon. Time is money. We'd pay any price to buy more of it. Time varies depending on one's perspective. The one receiving care will often inquire, how much longer? Are we there yet? So too the caregiver will with exasperation ask, can you give me a minute? Please be patient. I'm almost done. Ten more minutes, I promise. Our age often impacts our view and our discussion of time. Seniors often reminisce and start sentences with, remember when? The young are buzzing to begin and with a sigh say, when will I be able to? As in most things, one's point of view determines one's actions and response and knowing that influences our caregiving. Along with always keeping the bigger picture in play, one must also strike the balance with being in the present moment. I know of a caregiver who shares that the beloved one in her care is always looking ahead to what's next and never exhaling and enjoying the gift of the blessed present. Christmas evening, she is already asking when she can go shopping. A retreat scheduled in October will begin getting inquiries on pickup time and packing schedule starting in January. For such times as these, the anxiousness and anticipation have magnified from the impact of isolation. Acknowledging that reality, it is important to also work to center in the present moment. Conversely, for persons living with dementia and Alzheimer's, they are locked into a specific time period. Let them be. One of the most effective programs is baseballs in Los Angeles, where persons are handed a baseball, and the feel of the ball, the smell of the leather, and the stories of baseball told by local players transported them to their own memories of games played, teams cheered for, ballpark moments. We feel the pressure of time. The schedule established with minutes and hours, somehow timed to the very second, 
for the day's appointments and outings seems destined to fall far short. We know that most of the time, schedules rolled to the millisecond result in not being kept along with our calm and patience also not maintained. Like the lesson from college time management class with the large jar and the big rocks, the sand and the several small stones of varying shapes and sizes, the instructor tells us the rocks are the most important things for us. As the experiment plays out, we learn that the point of the exercise is to first add to the jar the big rocks, one's priorities, and amazingly, all will eventually fit. Point being, do what matters first. What activities are important, a must for you and your beloved's day? Make certain those get done and note how the stress and pressure decrease. Of course, with every schedule, it's important to build in flexibility and air time. Time to breathe, to be quiet, to sit outside, to watch the trees, the birds, the water, to just be, and in that being, to become more yourself. My experience has been that both the caregiver and the beloved one in your care benefit from these glorious times of doing nothing more than just being. A veteran of World War II always closed every talk he gave, no matter the occasion or the audience, with these words. Yesterday's the past, tomorrow is the future, yet today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Listening to his talk and learning of all he had experienced, wiser words were never more realized and offered. Be present. Those of us from Pittsburgh are blessed to claim Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, as one of us, as ours. For a soothing experience and an educational one, view the documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor? As you watch it, You'll glean from his wisdom and also his actions as he once took several minutes of television show on-air time to feed his fish. Slowly and focused, he fed fish. And this was done on a program designed for young children. His actions and his pace taught the lesson of being present, making certain to get done the important stuff. His toddler TV audience, their response? They, too, became calm and focused and present in the moment. Time management teacher and best-selling author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and First Things First said this about time. The key is not spending time, but investing in it. Make the most of the moments with your beloved. Learn together, understand more together, and be strong in your care together. Thank you for joining Care to Listen. Care to Listen was written by Sally Jo Snyder. Each episode is narrated by a unique caregiver. Developed resources reported in this podcast are supported by the National Library of Medicine 
National Institutes of Health, under Cooperative Agreement Number UG4LM012342, with the University of Pittsburgh Health Sciences Library System. The content is solely the responsibility of the authors and does not necessarily represent the official views of the National Institute of Health.